0: Back again, back again Guess who's back, we back again skirt, skirt. We back again, guess who's back We back again, we back again One time fall, we back again skirt, skirt.
1: Oh. Now one of those voices I'm sure y'all know And one of them you probably know too This is the Keith Battle Podcast And we are back again another week of fun conversation in the baddest podcast beat in history welcome 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 i hope y'all having a great week and uh i'm excited i want to start this podcast off before i introduce our guest podcast our host team today i'm gonna start by reading the email that came in from Ardley Jean baptiste Artley Jean Baptiste, and he says, good day, Pastor Battle. The fact that there's a possibility that you will read this has me excited. Thank you for your preaching ministry of Zion. God has truly blessed me through your messages. I go to one community church in Dallas. I recently moved to Dallas, so it would be my first time watching you live. I hope you get to come this summer. Uh, I love your podcast. I have been listening since day one, literally. Okay, to my questions. I'm recently married. I'm 23. Brother started early, Sound mm-hmm. like me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's 4 months in, so they, you know, he's probably having a good time. Oh yeah. In mm-hmm. glory. Yeah. Honeymoon is still on. Still on. Still got the new car smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In about 30 days, I will be graduating from Florida International University with a B.A. in Human Resources Management. Mm. Mm. Congratulations, bro.
0: Maybe you want to come to D.C. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lord willing, I plan to give HR only 20 years of my life. Then I plan to use my 20 years of experience and venture into being a contract HR consultant and work with small to mid-sized companies that need various HR help. Uh, like you i'm not built to work for other people all my life i just can't see it i'd rather work with a company than for one i took design calling tests and throughout and through various ways also know that i know that i know how to and love to preach god's word so i know that i know how to and i love to preach god's words god's word i've always said just because a person can can preach doesn't mean they should be a pastor I agree with that. Mm -hmm. So question one, how do I balance this dream to work for myself in my field that I've worked so hard for and enjoy and fulfill this thirst to preach the word of God at the same time? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I can be an itinerary preacher, but work is restrictive. Other times I feel like maybe I can try to be an associate pastor uh, who can support the main pastor. But I go to one community church. Pastor Conway doesn't need me, even though I haven't gone to him. What do I do, Pastor Battle? I need help. That's question one. Let me go ahead and give <laughs> question two. That was deep, though. <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's a lot. <laughs> Lower the question. Yeah. Uh, over the years, uh, I've had sporadic opportunities to preach, but not very much. And because I cannot cannot not preach, I have learned to study and write my sermons in full manuscript form and file them so that when I get an opportunity, I can just give the one the Lord places on my heart a few reads. A read, few reads and be ready to preach without the manuscript. Now, this guy, this person really is impressive because he says, I cannot not preach. Yeah. So he's writing sermons without opportunities. Wow. Yeah. What on if I said, preach not the gospel. Yeah, he's yeah, well, serious. He's serious. Well. He says, I have 52 sermon outlines, 75% finished. Wow. Mm. I'm married. I have a full time job. I'm in school still. But I still make time to write sermons because it's not just a fad for me. Wow. What can I do to get more preaching opportunities? Mm. And then he says, finally, if you don't mind, can you please do a podcast with the original dream team about your sermon preparation methods from text to stage? Just an idea. So my man, Gene Artley. I mean, Artley Jean Baptiste, we're doing that for you today. Mr. I got, Baptiste, this I got, one is for you. Yeah, I got Special James delivery. Marshall on the line. Talk to him, Jimmy.
0: I'm in the house, y'all. Back again.
1: Larry Page is on travel. (laughs) Uh, He couldn't be here, but we got the incomparable. Well. Whoa. Uh, Incredible. Mm. Whoa. Uh, Dr. Jason (laughs) Rollins-Jones. J.R. 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 Who is is Abel. All right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, to fill these shoes today. So
0: that's so appropriate because this is a a, a a podcast about preaching, preaching, right, preaching yeah, You know, right. so you gotta uh,
1: you uh, can't uh, preach well until you have yeah. the preaching voice. Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm, still, yeah. I'm still working on mine. Uh, <laughs> come on.
1: So now he's got two questions. He wants yeah. to preach
2: more. Yeah.
1: He wants opportunities to preach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he also um, wants to know how to juggle this thing with his marriage, his career. How to you know how to manage that part of it? Because mm-hmm. the question wow. is, how do I balance this dream to work for myself and my field and all of those things? So what what jumped out at y'all is some because we, what we're gonna do is talk about we're gonna talk about preaching today. Yeah, how we do it individually, some of the things we do similarly, some of the things we don't do. What works for us, which, 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 where we messed up, all that. <laughs> got plenty, yeah, 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 plenty yeah, of that. I hear yeah. some so jokes you, coming. To do, I mean, you yeah, know, we got to give them all coming. that, right? <laughs> got, got a few. Got a few. So, does anything jump out at y'all right off the bat as far as advice for Mr. Baptiste? Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, well I, I, I don't know if I want to start. No, yeah. Yeah, start. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, absolutely. So, he, he has to I'm hoping I'm assuming that mm-hmm. he's already started this conversation with his wife yeah he has to start that conversation because mm-hmm. he's obviously passionate about it mm-hmm. and it sounds like he may even have a calling of some sort on his yeah. life well, definitely and I think what he, happens he's
1: got a calling or he done picked up somebody else's phone <laughs> You <laughs> sure working like he called Yeah That's sure enough so, 52 sermons un- un- oh, Unpreached Unpreached oh, Wow
0: <laughs> Yeah When you got that type of thing brewing Yeah You, you don't want to keep that to yourself Yeah You know yeah. You want to make sure that You're having conversations with your spouse Yeah About that mm-hmm. Because Uh the last thing in the world to do is you go into this HR field, mm-hmm. you start making a lot of money in it, mm-hmm. and come then on. you start really, you start feeling really unsettled. Mm-hmm. Come on. like mm-hmm. you're wearing a suit that don't fit you. You're mad mm-hmm. at the world, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you come home and tell your wife that <laughs> you're tired of being by vocation. You can't do this go. no more.
2: <laughs> wow! And
0: she's like, "What, what, what are you talking Where about? Is Where this coming from? Where this come from? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. so." Yeah. I would tell him if he hasn't already started that conversation, start, with her, yeah, start having a conversation yeah. and and what this may look like when it's full grown, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just that's so good. she's not caught off guard. That, that, I mean, that was that's the first good. thing yeah. that yeah. stepped out. They, yeah. And they're so young in their marriage and there's mm-hmm. so much going on. And uh, I've seen that go bad, man. I
1: like that. I think that's yeah. great advice. Yeah. How about the question about getting engagements? Like, how so, have you all gotten out there and gotten opportunities and and how do you cuz I think it's one thing to get one yeah i have an idea of what you can do once you get one yeah right. how to how to make those go I don't yeah. really have a how to get the first one kind of yeah. thing. It's kind of like you got to hope your aunt is a deaconess right, of the church. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> said, you need to let little Gene come by
2: and give it to the children word. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But go ahead. So, so, so can I, I, I do want to go back to that first question because there mm-hmm. was something else that jumped out at me that I think is essential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got to talk to his wife. That was the first thing that came to mind. But he should talk to his pastor too. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's absolutely essential that your leadership know where you are now Mm -hmm. whether there's a you know, whether there's a platform opportunity for Mm -hmm. you, maybe, maybe not, who knows, but at the very least. And I remember, you know, I remember years ago, I remember coming to you Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you, I I think you, maybe you saw it. You knew where I was before Mm -hmm. I even said it. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But at least you were aware that this is my desire. This is what I feel God doing in my life. So that your leadership is aware of that in in tandem with you having the conversation with your wife. But so, but, but in terms of, and and that kind of leads to how do you get engaged? Yeah. well this is a problem in probably every church mm-hmm. everywhere right yeah. because there's one person normally if there's a primary communicator that right. preaches the majority mm-hmm. of the messages mm-hmm. so how do you make yourself useful right well one i would tell him to figure out how else he can be of service to the house mm, right good. Mm-hmm. because good. here because here's the reality right preaching is kind of a it's kind of viewed in our context as a premium opportunity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And you, you you, sort of show yourself worthy of that opportunity by your faithfulness overall. That's yeah. good. So is he contributing to the house? Is he being a part of the ministry? Is he finding mm, yeah. other ways That's to good. serve and leave and, and, yeah. and do other things? Right. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But I think the other thing, you know, as along with doing that is any opportunity to speak in front of a group of people, jump at it. Yeah. yeah, whether yeah. it's whether it's talking to the kids whether it's going to a senior citizen's home mm-hmm. whether it's yeah. going to a local jail nursing home, with no yeah. nursing home yep. local jail yep. um, if it's teaching a class or a bible study right. if it's just introducing a class and saying you know greeting people mm-hmm. so that you got opportunities to stand in front of people and communicate in some form you take advantage of all of those opportunities mm-hmm. and as you continue to show yourself faithful you show a certain level of competency in, in, yeah. in those areas then I think leadership identifies that. I know that's something we try to do here. Absolutely. Is give people opportunities kind of on a smaller stage where, mm-hmm. you know, you you got to break some eggs and make an omelet. We're all going to yeah. make some mistakes mm-hmm. along the way. But giving you an opportunity that where where it's a little bit, you know, it's kind of a lower impact, right? But mm-hmm. I would tell him to look for those opportunities and seek them out. And every time he gets one, kill it like there's 20,000 people in front of him. Right. And I
1: think that that I like that because I didn't have that answer like that, but I can see how that answer makes sense. Yeah. Because even now and in our campuses, I pay attention to people who handle transitions well. Right. Like, exactly. If somebody can move out of a song into an offering, into announcements, and back into a song and manage the emotions of a room, like that's somebody who if they say to us, hey, I think I'm supposed to, we say – Oh, yeah, we're not surprised because we saw it. We've seen something already. That's right. So I I can see how that, because a lot of the mindset is, if I'm not preaching, I'm not in ministry, which is so, that's 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 an old mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many other places, particularly the size of the ministry he's in. At one community church where ministry support is needed, right, so, absolutely, right, absolutely. So, any other ideas on how to get engagements?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, you know, my journey was so different mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when I came through, but I agree with what uh, Jason said. You know, you want you got to be faithful in the few things you do. You do get, you right? You know, yeah. like if yeah. it's a if it's a room full of three people, because a mm-hmm. lot of my preaching engagements at times were at some really small churches. Yeah, I sure. mean, my mm-hmm. my initial sermon took place at a rec center. You yeah. know, it was a really mm-hmm. small church. Now I had preached before uh, at the church I grew up at, but mm-hmm. th- it was still in a different environment. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so, um, but you got to be faithful in those those mm-hmm. spaces. You know.
2: Here's another. Here's another option that you know I know we try to take advantage of. Here's you know, look at those other opportunities. Are there funerals, right? Mm-hmm. Because at, at, with a church of that size, mm-hmm. then p- people are passing away. Can yeah. you be Can you be useful there? Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one. We live in the internet age. And mm-hmm. how many people have we seen do this? And yeah, some people may take it a little too far, and right. you know, so on and so forth. But, you know, if you've got it, if the Lord gives you a thought, maybe there's something that you want to share, there's going to be a blessing to somebody, Record it. Put Post it online. It. Yeah. Record it. Put it online. Take advantage mm-hmm. of a of, of your of, platform, of, of social your platform media. in that yeah. way. Yeah. It's a lot of guys, I, I mean,
0: that's just that's their that's their church now. They're preaching on social media and they yeah. just don't wait. Yeah. yeah.
1: Create your own following and so yeah. absolutely. Start absolutely. putting
0: your stuff out there. That way you get a filler for it. And yeah. And people will start knowing who you are even yeah. before it is. So that, that is, that's great advice.
2: There's a young man in our church that's done that to some extent where he's, a, you know, he's very young, but mm-hmm. he had begun posting some things online. And he's actually been, been, you know, begun to get some opportunities here in our church. Yeah. Partially because he had demonstrated a certain level of skill, a certain level of ability through what we saw. So, I, mm-hmm. I would say take advantage of all those I think, things. I think yeah.
0: about the uh, guy, uh, Willie Moore Jr. Absolutely. Willie mm-hmm. Moore Flat Jr. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before he got his radio thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he had been in the industry in other places. Cause mm-hmm. I heard he was just like a secular singer yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah. But-, yeah. Yeah. but um, beast. <laughs> when I first was introduced to him, it was he was doing these little videos online yep. about relationships and stuff like yeah. that. Yep. And I mean, it they, they just took off. Yeah. And then before yeah. you know it, now he's, you know, got you know a, a nationally syndicated radio show.
1: Using, but he like you said, he used a platform, yeah. a non traditional platform to reach an audience, which showed his skill set. And somebody says, "Wow, let's let's put him on this platform since so he can do that." Yeah. I think. Um, what I would suggest people do that if they get an, when you get an invitation, an invitation or an opportunity, not only, like you said, knock it out the park, like it's 20,000 people, but what I tried to do early on was have a card. I had business cards, which I don't have now. And strategically, if you speak in an event and there are other people in the event may be from other organizations that are similar let's Mm. say you speak at an event that's a men's event right well by and large if you're speaking to a group of men and somebody from another church a men's group from another church or another men's group or somebody from out of town is gonna be there more than likely if you have information about yourself that's easily accessible yeah you want to be able to put that in their hand and then if you've done any speaking you should say stuff like you know yeah there's a talk that I give like or or sometimes when I work, you can do this in anything. Sometimes when I'm counseling couples, or sometimes when I'm working with a client, mm, you know, what you're doing is good. you're advertising other other services or other opportunities that, that people wow. in the room will see, will jump on. So that's how you kind of keep it going. That's really good. Wow. So yeah. that's something to keep in mind. We hope that helps you, brother. Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty yeah. oh my, of how this preaching thing works. My, oh my. My, my, Now, we have not talked about this at all. They don't even know what questions I'm going to ask Oh, God. Them. Yeah. So here's how we're going to start. How does the sermon prep process start for you guys? Where does it start? Is there a, is there a genesis? Is there a block that you get in and I'm going to start right here? Or does that, or is that a moving target? Or wow. Is there somewhere where you start? I,
0: I, I need situational pressure in order to get started. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. I, for me, it's and dark, explain that by the yeah, way. Yeah, please. yeah. You talking
1: about a, a deadline? Like De- I, I, I need got that you pressure. got to preached today to exactly. At four. <laughs> I,
0: I can't. I'm not the type of person that just sits around and say, "Let me just write a, write a message."
1: You don't have 52. No, no, uh, no. Joints with 75. I'd be completed. lucky if I
0: got 52 words <laughs> that I can just come off the cuff with. Right, right. So I need a pressure. I, right. I have to have a pressure. I have to. I have to get a text message to say. I'm out this Sunday, <laughs> right, 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 you know. Right, or right.
1: for me, like Which for somebody else, would take them way oh, into into cardiac I arrest. I give my best, then. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah.
0: even if I know, because you know, for for in our context, like mm-hmm. you have your schedule out planned for the next three years, when you're going to be
1: not at <laughs> supposedly not right? in the pulpit, right? right, right. But you still can't. You ain't planning for them Sundays. Nah, oh,
0: no, no, I don't even know. about <laughs> yeah. that. I don't. It, it until I get an alert on my phone that says. Battle Not Preaching right, right, this Sunday. right? right. Or I'll <laughs> hear it on our department head call. Yeah. I'm preparing for a thing. And it's hilarious. They text me and say, you know, who's preaching? Well, I guess I am now, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 Because if I know ahead of time, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't know what it is about me. I'm just not at my best when mm-hmm. I have a lot of time. I right. don't know if it's because I, I, I overthink the message or yeah. I put too you much of under pressure. in it. Yeah. You
1: thrive under pressure. I, I do. Yeah. So
0: for me... That's my genesis. I yeah. gotta have that pressure. Mm-hmm. If you know, then
1: once you're pressed, then I'm ready. Okay, so what do you do first?
0: I, I yeah, I start praying. I mean, I know it sounds I, and I know exactly. It, mm-hmm. And you it know, sounds, and
1: I didn't want to say it. Yeah, right. that's it. But if you're not praying, that's because it. I know what it's like to prepare sermons oh, yeah. without intentionally I start praying. seeking God. I start, yeah. Let I me start, do something cute.
0: I start crying out for desperation. <laughs> I'm, it's the
1: truth because it's like... Lord, please. Lord, Lord I got uh, 14 hours.
0: Oh, it, Woo! We got 14 it, hours. Oh, Lord, my gosh. So I, that
1: we both won't be embarrassed. Uh, yeah, my, my, <laughs> my, <laughs> my. Yeah, The hillie said, I don't want you to look bad and I don't want me Ooh, to look wow, bad. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. And it's,
0: it's, the, t- it's the truth. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Prayer. I, I immediately start praying. I know it sounds cliche, mm-hmm. but I start crying out. I say, Lord, please, just mm-hmm. please, please. I did You know, I'm really weird when I pray. Mm -hmm. So when I pray, my way of feeling more connected to the Lord is Mm -hmm. I envision me at his feet.
1: Yeah. Wow. I just
0: get a picture of him in my mind when I pray. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. I envision me at his feet, like literally holding on to his ankles, begging out,
1: crying out
0: for him to intervene and yeah. i do it even once i know what the message is and i'm i've already stay done it yeah. i do it all stay throughout the day I, yeah. s- I stay yeah. i stay there and that's yeah. that's centered me you
1: see all throughout the day while you're preaching while, preaching. while you're preparing it
0: oh p- p- the everything the preparing thing, yeah. preaching yeah. yeah uh everything
1: so i think that's important and i want now some of you are listening to this and you're not preachers and i get that some of you are some of you are going to share this with preachers but some of you need to understand how serious we take this craft Absolutely. and this responsibility that you would think if a man preached on Saturday night or he preached on Sunday morning and he's got to do multiples, he's chilling back in the back, shaking hands, signing books or whatever. <laughs> yes, some of that might be happening. It may be handshaking and book signing, but there's also a heart shaking fear of God oh that like, gosh. yeah, do it one more time. Yes. Do it one yes. more time. Please, Help God. me one more time. Yes. Like, please, We are desperately because we realize that we've been entrusted yeah. with a care and responsibility oh, yeah. that we don't feel worthy enough to carry out. Listen, yeah. And as long as I think we stay in that space, I think we're more usable yeah. in me, that sense. Let
0: me, t- just by confession, right? i <laughs> <You're laughs> probably saying too much because mm-hmm. my wife started listening to these podcasts. So I'm definitely saying too much <laughs> now. I'm going to be honest because I'm out here. Wow. Well, so there's a passage in First Peter 3 and 7. That basically says that if, you know, before you talk to the Lord, make sure you're treating your wife like you're mm-hmm. supposed to. Wow. When I have. Well, the, he's not listening. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the word. That's word. Yeah. yeah. When I have to preach and I know I need something from the Lord, I start getting on my best behavior. Yeah, I'm going back, wow. to apologizing yeah, to people yeah. and tr- trying to be nice. Yeah, you know good. what I mean? Yeah. That's good.
1: Because Man, what you need? <laughs> exactly.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want anything to interfere. Yes, I, sir. I, I, without a shadow of a doubt, and we'll probably get into more as we talk, mm-hmm. believe that everything I do in front of an audience is through the power of the Lord. I yeah. really, I, I, don't think that I'm that eloquent in mm-hmm. my, my ability to speak. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I'm that wise in my understanding of Scripture. I really believe that in those moments, the presence of God is dropping things in my thought process, is Mm -hmm. dropping things in my my heart to say beyond Mm -hmm. the little notes that I wrote down. Right. So anyway.
1: So here's the deal. I knew this was going to happen. I'm probably not going to let this turn into a one and two part. Because preachers could talk. We preachers. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can yeah, talk yeah, this them all time. Time. So some questions I'm not going to hear from all of us on. Yeah, so, yeah. Just okay. keep so moving. So yeah. if you're strategic enough, you know how to go back to a question on the slide. You know right. Jason did that a few weeks right, ago. Right, 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 right. So here's the next question I want to ask you all. Do y'all manuscript your messages or do you just do some kind of outline? That's do y'all right. write them out word for word or what?
2: So, so, so let me say this. I think anyone... Who's be just kind of getting used to the craft of preaching? Mm-hmm. When you first start, I think you should manuscript your message okay. mm-hmm. um, for two reasons. One, because th- th- there's an importance of kind of writing yourself empty. Mm-hmm. Alistair Bag talks about that mm-hmm. um, in sermon prep, but writing, getting everything out of your head. Mm-hmm. But also, it helps with time, which is which is kind of the biggest struggle of, yeah. of you know. Uh, less experienced communicators is okay I've got 30 minutes on the clock how mm-hmm. do I make sure I honor that time right. because one of the ways that you can get more engagements ladies and gentlemen is by honoring what you've been asked mm, to do when true. you show up
1: and one of the ways you can lose opportunities because it'll be the thing people remember that's about you right. is that yep. You if know you what? Over time. He went on he didn't respect the clock. He
2: didn't respect the time. Yeah. He didn't mm-hmm. respect the house and that's yeah. di- that is disrespectful. Yeah. No matter you how you want
1: people to always say the people in charge to say, "Man, you could have went longer." Exactly. But you don't want them to saying, "Dude, didn't you see what time it was?" <laughs> All right. Wow. I've had that happen many times. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So, so And I've never been back to a church that I violated time. Wow. See? Wow. I've never. I never. I see the two churches the two in particular right now in my head. I've never been invited back. Wow. And, and
2: And think about this. You with your platform and all that you've accomplished and, yeah. and the level of communicator of you are. Yeah. To say that, that's big. Never been you know invited back. There I mean?
1: wasn't a day
0: when I was... Uh, a teenager, mm-hmm. I don't remember too many days going by in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area where I didn't see your name just driving on the street. Absolutely. Or in front of a church for a youth revival yeah. or a youth night. It was weird, man, because I go to a church on Thursday and then you be at a different church on Friday, man. man. Yeah. It was but yeah, I'll
1: tell you where I wasn't after that. I went to <laughs> Beulah Baptist and I wasn't at <laughs> Second New Saint Paul. Uh-oh. Wow. Well, both pastors instructed me of in my boundary. I violated it, and both of them interrupted my sermon to stop me. Ooh. Wow.
2: One oh of them my from gosh. the audience,
1: he just said, we got to go. <laughs> and the other one <laughs> walked up to they had a dual po- podium platform where, you know, you have a podium where the pe- preachers speak, but you have another podium that's like mirrored yeah, on the yeah, other yeah. side where yeah. they do announcements. The other pastor, which is Moses L. Jackson, walked up, Beulah Baptist Church, walked up to that podium, and told everybody, let's stand for the close. Oh, my. Wow. In the middle of your message. Yes, sir.
2: Point two. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> wow.
1: Because I thought I was so hot to trot. And what yeah. I was saying was like, I know y'all said like, I got 10 minutes. But when you hear eight minutes of this, you're going 120. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Not, not impressed at all. They not at all. Impressed wow. at all so. So, so So please, 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 please. And that's one of the <laughs> that's things. That's man. Yes, sir. I had an old preacher tell me once, you know, look. Whatever you've been asked to do, mm-hmm. do that and sit down. Right. If you've been asked to pray, pray and yeah. sit down. If you've been asked, if you dare to sing, sing. Sit down. Yeah. If you dare yeah. to preach, preach your message within the boundaries um, you've been given. Yeah. If you've been given a topic, mm-hmm. preach on the topic you've yeah. been asked to address and yeah. then sit down. So, so I think I think you know, kind of getting started. Going back to the question, manuscripting is helpful. Now, for me, at at, at kind of at this point, I do a combination. Um, the shorter the time I'm given the more I write out. Mm-hmm. So if I know, if I've been asked to give an invocation somewhere or something mm-hmm. like that, I know I got like three to five minutes. Right. I write, I write the whole thing out, the prayer and everything. Then you, do you rehearse it? I do. So and you know the time. Yeah. So I know that. So, so I understand how much time I have, but, but with kind of a general message, normally I will write out certain sections of it. So like, for, for example, I tend to write out my intro and my clothes Good. So, I know mm-hmm. how I want to start. I know how I want to get everyone into the message. Mm-hmm. So, I tend to manuscript that. If there are particular points or there's a statement that I really want to drive home, I'll manuscript that at a certain point. Right. Um, and, and other than, so I, I do kind of a combination of, of manuscripting certain things and then outlining the rest. What about
1: you? So,
0: I have never been good at preaching when I manuscript. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always. When I first learned how to preach, it was through outline, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but I switched to doing manuscript when I started using a method called communicating for change. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I started manuscripting everything.
1: And tell but them about that. Yeah. So,
0: communicating for a change is basically how you can have a message that's more conversational mm-hmm. in nature. Um, and it starts off with a personal story, and then it goes from the personal story to bringing the audience into the topic. Yeah. Then it goes from there to bringing God into the topic mm-hmm. through your passage. Yep. Then it goes back to um, the audience, how mm-hmm. this message applies to the audience. Mm-hmm. And then the last section is basically inspiring the audience mm-hmm. to yeah. understand you know, what this can become. In your life, and so and when I started Andy Stanley Andy method, Stanley method. Yeah. so when I started doing that, I did start manuscripting. Mm-hmm. But there's an important part of that um, called uh, internalizing the message, right. yeah. where you begin to really. Memorize the manuscript, right, right? And so when I started doing that, it was really, really helpful. See, mm-hmm. before I would manuscript the message and then take the manuscript up there, yeah, and I would lose connection with the audience, right? Yeah. Because I was reading, yeah, mm-hmm. and I just didn't do well, so I stopped doing that. And I we'll
1: just, come back to that.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, go! Where you would oh, lose man. your
1: space too. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. That was boy. That's that one was, of the questions. Yeah, we're going get to that. that. that was uh, a yeah, was that Was a nature, yeah. but um, yeah, so so so, so, but, so but, but now now outlines. I do outlines and I write thoughts. Yeah. So I'll outline and write
1: thoughts. important statements you want to under
0: each outline, and yeah. th- that way I will. I still internalize. So you're,
1: you're you're still trying to be have a conversation as opposed to a memorization of your whole script. Script, yeah, yeah. and I now do that's this. That's gonna surprise y'all about me.
0: Yeah, I do that. I do this with everything. So even yeah. when I do eulogies. Yeah, yeah. I don't manuscript eulogies. I, I write down thoughts. I just yeah. write down a bunch of thoughts and for me I can when I preach I can remember what I my thoughts better when they're under outlines when I teach yeah. classes everything. Yeah. Absolutely. So I found my that to be that worked to work best for me.
1: I will. I will outline a class if I'm teaching it. If let's say I got to teach for ninety minutes or two hours, and I got I just got a lot of stuff I got to cover. Yeah, I've seen them. every sermon. Your manuscript, word for word. Yeah. Wow. Everything. Everything I say, even my remarks. Yeah. Wow. the Jokes everything, and everything. Everything. Wow. Pause for laughter. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that. If I have <laughs> that in it, but I have. I might have. A parenthesis, if I want the audience to repeat something, like say to your neighbor or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Every single thing. Because for me, preaching is, is word language is so important that I want to make sure I got the right word. Right. And I don't trust myself to create that word in the moment. Right. I want to make sure I got it um, as best I can. So I manuscript everything and then rewrite it and tweak it between every service like I said, if I got multiple times to preach it, that's just that just still works for me. But I don't bring the manuscript with me unless it's a eulogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the reason why I bring the eulogy manuscript with me because if a person told me a specific story, I don't want to rely on my memory to get it right because mm-hmm. I don't want to be saying was it was it French fries or or hash brown? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I take those notes, so I do yeah. that. Yeah, and I think if you're gonna do a eulogy as you've recommended this young man do it, it I think it's disrespectful to a family. To not know enough about the person you're eulogizing yeah, my goodness. Yes. to it, that's just disrespect. Yep. Absolutely. One
0: of the things that I do, because I learn better by hearing, mm-hmm. so I can listen to something. Oh, e- so even when I used a manuscript, the way I internalized it was um, I had a, um, a uh, software mm-hmm. on my computer that will read it back to yeah me. yeah it's yeah. just
1: not your voice but I yeah. heard, i've seen you I, do that yeah, yeah so i do it all the you time you do that on a word document or something yeah. like word that.
0: document i do it uh, so what like, is
1: that option called does it still exist does well it still i mean
0: exist? I, I i mean i have different apps that i use on my phone and stuff like that, that will read for that you will read by so i it helps
1: me you read. can listen to it while you're driving so the church even like
0: uh this last time i preached at zion i had to preach saturday night and come back sunday mm-hmm. i got marty to send me the message. Yep. And I listen to it all night long.
1: Yeah. Now that's interesting. Yeah. I can't do that. Really? Oh, I yeah. can't do that. Uh, partly because, well, I can. Now, to say I can't yeah. is not, it's crazy because I've done it doing chapel messages. I might be riding to the arena and I'm listening to what I said before. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I don't want to memorize what I said because I still, you know, when you do something over and over again, you want there to be some nuance to it. Cause oh, yeah. You, you yeah. want to heard fresh. it before. Right, yeah. right. Um, but that's interesting. But again, as you can see by listening to us talk about this, there's so many angles of doing this in a way that fits us. Yeah. You got It fits our you. personality, you our yeah, strength. Like you might want, you need pressure. Yeah. And yep. then the next person might need space yeah. and time and you know. All right, so let's go let's go to the next question. What when you're going to when you all are studying cuz you got to study, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. What resources do you use to study? Wow. Yeah,
0: so the Bible. Wow. <laughs> probably well, you probably I mean, use that. Yeah. yeah. I I like the NIV application uh, commentary.
1: Commentary NIV application. Yeah.
0: yeah. I like um the new uh international commentary of the new testament yeah and i see so i use that often
1: and do you have all this on do you use logos
0: so, no i have a <clears throat> excuse me. i use a platform called olive tree yeah
1: hmm. and
0: olive tree i'm able that. to get all of my right on my devices and they mm-hmm. sync to all my devices i'm able to download and purchase all of the various study materials mm-hmm. that i'm using mm-hmm. and i also preach using olive tree so on my iPad because I, I use my iPad, mm-hmm. I can have all my translations and say, for example, I want to use a, I want to get to a scripture really quickly. Mm-hmm. I can push the scripture that I've written out in the note section, and what it does. So you
1: write your sermon notes in the note section of Olive Tree. Yes, that's wow. Interesting. Yes, and you can save it like yeah. That.
0: So everything like even like I, I, on my phone, like so said, there's a message on my phone that I all my eulogies, mm-hmm. everything. So and
1: yeah. is, is Olive Tree an app?
0: It's an app. Okay. It's an app you can uh you can get so I can pull it up on my phone and like all my messages mm. are right here. That's good. And so I can just say I need to preach the unresolved sermon. So I can mm-hmm. pull it up mm-hmm. and then my notes and then when I um and y'all can't see this, but mm-hmm. the uh the verse so like I have one verse here. This mm-hmm. is a supplemental verse that I'm gonna use. I can mm-hmm. hit that verse and it'll pull it up. Pull up, yeah. Right that's here. cool. Yeah. So I that's use that. Cool. That's been really, really helpful. But see, that's
1: one of them pro moves. Yeah. <laughs> when you have stuff when you can layer stuff like yeah, that and yeah. it's connected. Yeah. That's, that's, good. that's that's that helps you in a crunch too. And it keeps all, all my sermons
0: in one place. You organized. know, like so it, it it's it's been it's been a game changer for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, by the way, that outline because I saw you had an outline. Now here's where a manuscript is a problem. A manuscript, because I am a 100% manuscript preacher. Right. I just don't bring it to the, I don't bring it physically to the pulpit with me. Yeah. But it's in here. Right. right. The problem is when I got to do chapel for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That outline can be truncated because you well, can just make a statement yeah. about each point. Mm-hmm. But when you got a 45-minute message right. in your head and you got 10 minutes of talk. You got to yep. edit you, it mentally. You. It's tough. Yep. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I'm not saying that it's always good the way I do it. I, I, I work around sure. it. Sure. Yeah. But I don't have a map. Right. right. You follow me? Right. That's good. Yeah. I don't have a map. So, it, yeah. so it's probably good to have both. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because if you do any preaching with regularity, you're going to have to preach something more than once. That's mm-hmm. right. And as a matter of fact, I learned this from T.D. Jakes. The more you preach it, the better you get with it. Yeah. In fact, yeah. you really don't get the real essence of a sermon until you've worked with it and lived with it for years. That's right. Wow. And it really gets rich. Yeah. You might rename it, but it's really something you've already studied and you came back to it and it takes on new life. Yeah. Like I just preached something at our church recently and my wife had no idea that I had preached it before. Yeah. Like I know you I you don't remember that? <laughs> and I'm glad. <laughs> you know. But it but anyway, so so yeah. that's that's a um what do you use to, to re, uh, resources to study? Jason? So,
2: so I, so all of my thoughts. So th- speaking of the sermon prep process in general, I use this resource called Evernote. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a note storage app. Hmm. And whenever I find an interesting scripture or a story or a resource or anything, any, mm-hmm. kind of, any kind of illustration, I save it. And I that's an app? It, Evernote? It's an app. It, it's an app. It's a website. an iPhone app. Uh, it's, it's, it's iPhone, any phone. it's iPhone, uh, Android yeah, or whatever else you need. You be joking with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though, even though <laughs> I am, I am part of the Apple family fully now. Yeah. <laughs> glory to God. But, yeah. but took him some time. It took me a little while. He was while, grafted but, in. Hey, glory. Yeah. But, um, I use that to save thoughts all mm-hmm. throughout the week. So whenever I see something, I save it there. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm beginning to work on a message. So normally I use, so I use, I use logos, mm-hmm. um, and I use a, a website called Studylight.org. Study Light? Studylight.org. L-I-G-T-H. org like, L-I-G-H- mm-hmm. Um okay. Studylight.org has a has a lot of Hebrew-Greek lexicons, mm-hmm. um, a mm-hmm. lot of dictionaries, different commentaries. But then my faith, my favorite commentary is still the pulpit commentaries. Just, just I love pulpit the commentaries. Old, the the yeah. old school joints. Um, and I like that. Because you're
1: going to get a lot of different looks out of out of the pulpit commentary. Yeah.
2: And it's really, it's really dense and it takes a long time to kind of work through but I appreciate it because it's so tried and true and it's yeah. sa- it's it's trusted. Yeah. It's safe, right?
1: Let me let me ask this question cuz cuz I know some people listening saying, "Wait, should I finish listening to this podcast? Let me tell you something. If you don't preach, but you go to church. You need to know cuz some of y'all think we just go we <laughs> walk through the park and the Lord just tell us something right. and we stand up and tell it. Yeah, us. yeah. Let's talk process. Right. Like, that's not how it works. No. So, no, Like, no. you're talking about have a life, a, a particular drama. Some of the stuff that leads us to the research that oh we end up goodness. finding the message is our own pain and failure. That's absolutely. Right. And mess. And then, you know, writing and researching. That's right. Yeah. That's because right. What you, there are certain places you can't preach and be off.
0: Yeah. That's right. Like,.
1: And hopefully Zion is one of those places where right. you just can't just come up there willy-nilly. Well, you like you a hard act just, to follow, man. Yeah, just, I'm man. to tell you what, it, what I on, know. Man. You a hard
0: act to follow. People, uh, when you preach at Zion, I don't know if this happens at Woodbridge it or Washington, but when you preach at Zion Landover and they don't see this man walk on stage with that headset on, they sit in that seat and look at you like, <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah? <laughs> what you and, got? And, and they're watching their no, They still do that to you, man. You've been here I mean, 20 get, years, well,
0: man. I get a little bit more grace now, but I mean, when I first started going up there, oh, that oh was goodness. a hard, mm-hmm. it was a hard room. And then to watch people see us in that battle and stand up and walk out oh the room. Oh my goodness, yes. When you talk about like being crushed as a preacher. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I had oh someone,
2: my. I had someone, this is, this is a By pre- the way, y'all,
1: uh, this is not where the podcast is supposed to go, but uh, I'm going to go I'm and let y'all <laughs> <go. I> apologize. <laughs> I'm going to say this and yeah. so we can move on. Because somebody preaching has to deal with that. If Absolutely. You preach, you preach for Tony Evans. You preach for John Jenkins. You preach for C.D. Jakes. There's there's no senior pastor. I've pre I've been at churches where the pastor wasn't a great preacher. Right. But they still expected him to be up there. That's right. Right. You right. know, right. so don't be doing this a lot. Yeah. Right. But yeah, anyway, yeah. go ahead.
2: No, I someone came so the last time I preached the Landover, someone came to me afterwards and said when, when you walked out and I saw it wasn't past the battle, I was so disappointed. Oh, yeah. But after I heard the message, it did really bless me. So thank <laughs> right, you. Right, right, right. You know, you. people right?
0: think that they're complimenting on you, but I don't feel good. Like people right, tell right, me all the time, right. you've come such a long <laughs> way. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, I remember people, when you first started. It's a very
2: judged, oh, oh, my my oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Imagine you pre- doing your job in front of everyone and the thing like your performance was critiqued by oh everyone oh my gosh immediately right and on listen the to the
1: word we're, we're so when people think preaching, right? Yeah, most people think, well, that's a sacred service. Yeah, but we get judged on performance. Oh my right. gosh, it's it is. a very judgmental environment you at that believe moment. It. Whether Absolutely. people are gonna people can withhold support. Oh my oh, goodness, people don't dude. have to act like they get what you're saying. They can act like arms folded, oh walking my out, gosh. looking in their phone. It's a whole lot of that that goes on. Yeah, so yeah. it's a lot of personal stress that goes with it. And the way that I manage it, because you all may think, well, you don't have to manage that but everybody has to manage it yeah is because it creates anxiety yes right yeah so let's talk about that because i'm off somewhere else now do you wh- how do y'all like let me ask you this do you ever get nervous
2: and scared and frightened oh scared to leading up to it so scared so 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 here's how i manage it mm-hmm. i manage it two ways mm-hmm. One Absolutely I am scared to death Every time I get ready To open my mouth In front of In front of God. So God's going speech. on
1: to the stage Going like, on Like the like, last I'm, song Last song I'm here back there like Oh yeah, Jesus please yeah. God, They think please, you're worshipping
2: <laughs> the, 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 the lead vocalist Think you're in there With the song Man right? I'm, I'm, back there, I'm back there Begging God Like please show up yeah. Please don't yeah. leave me Out here by right. myself Right 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 Because if you leave me Out here by myself This is going to be bad Right You know what I mean It's going to be 40 minutes bad Oh my God because that talking about <laughs> just the announcements. No, it's going to be rough. <laughs> so so I'm one one way that I do this. And it, it goes is, in the archive. Oh my goodness. Oh, and then it's and then it's the immortalized. T- it's it's immortalized. Uh, yeah. In church and, history.
0: And in our context,
1: you will never hear the end oh, of it. My oh God. no, no. Oh, my it was 2000 2000- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir.
2: <laughs> oh, they go ahead today. They got the hear But <laughs> but but for me, I manage it one I manage it through worship. Um mm. I try. I really, really, really try to make sure I get in the presence of God. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and here's a confession. You holding his ankles too, huh? And his, his, <laughs> yeah. It's just his, <laughs> different. Here's a you praying. He praising. Here's a confession, right? I have been to churches where I really love and appreciate the music, mm-hmm. but I'll be in the back listening to something else because mm. I have stuff that I know. Like I have a playlist of music mm-hmm, right. that I listen to when I'm preparing, that I listen to kind of when I'm just in my personal devotional space, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I look, I know I need something that's going to kind of fast track me, and you right, all yeah. kind of know those songs that like I, I throw this joint on, I'm going in, gotcha. right? Yep. So I do that, right? But you the worship. other. I worship, and the other thing is preparation. Like the, 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 the more I can, I can sort of narrow the gap between sort of what needs to happen and sort of how prepared I feel mm-hmm. in, in, in mm-hmm. that sense. And, and that's not, again, it's not to talk about, you know, to go against the, the dependency and the need for God. Sure. Right. But in terms of the work that I know that I need to do for right.
1: me, I've done, I've done my best. I, I've done my, my best. Works and, with my faith. Exactly. Yeah, I've,
2: right. I've, I've, I've tried to do the best I can with the resources and the time and the thoughts and the energy that I mm-hmm. have. Good. And the, if I've done that, then then I can kind of meet the moment. You scared trust almost to death. I'm scared. How do you handle defeating? How do you James? How you, do you handle You the fear?
0: taught me how to handle it. Mm-hmm. I had a crash and burn one time at Zion Church, and I'm certain that you ah. talked about it at some moment. What, really? <laughs> <laughs> <Man>.
2: <laughs> but
0: you called me the next morning after I crashed and burned on one of the highest services in Christian church history, New Jersey. I don't even
1: remember calling you. What did I, what you did I, I say? You
0: called me. Oh, oh, I can tell you exactly what you said. Uh-oh. You Good. called me the next morning and said, hey, man, I just wanted to call you before you jump off the first story <laughs> balcony of your apartment. The first story, story balcony. balcony. That's what you said. That's exactly what you said. And I was like, yeah. Uh, and you taught me. You said, man, preaching is like punching through a wall. Yeah. Mm. And you said you got to just fight through that wall yeah, because yeah. i mean i it, i crashed and burned it was the first time i think i i, I had, sp- 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 had i have sp-
2: spoken it is. i came to it's talk it's back it. on you <laughs> the thing, the spirit, <laughs> that spirit back on you Die. leave him alone doc <laughs> leave him alone That's I, my, I, <laughs> I, I preached in other
0: contexts as Zion at this time but that was my very first time being in the adult yeah. Big service, yeah, man. time, man. And I crashed and burned,
1: but you got through that wall. That wasn't we joke with you about it. The, the situation was James <laughs> got his you were preaching from a manuscript and you lost your place, yeah, I lost And my you place. had moved ahead, and then you just I said, that's, oh, that's the, the challenge of manuscript preaching. I can't yeah. do it. If either you're gonna stay with it or you got or you're gonna move away from it, when you move away from it, you forget you what you are. <laughs> <Is that laughs> where you are? So, so wait, this, so for me, is the, the the fear part. I feel like this, and I think it was Rick Warren that says, I preach best when I care less, mm. and I think what he means by that is when I don't care as much about my reputation and yeah. how people accept me, yeah. and I love people more than i'm than my own reputation, right. love conquers fear, love destroys fear, yep. love. Perfect love cast out fear. Oh. So when I love more, I fear less. And you but t- this, it's still some level of anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Always, always there. It is. And you said
0: two things. You you taught me something else too. You, you in that moment you told me always. You know you got to preach through the wall. So yeah. that always helps me because mm. I I envision myself breaking through a wall yeah. as I'm and, going through it. And
1: by the way, we should talk about that too. That and then wall. the
0: second thing you said was to me is that this isn't is a is a family b- to be loved and not a congregation to be preached to. Yep. yep.
1: It's a it's that's another Rick Warren statement. Thank you Lord, I'm talking to a family to be loved, not an audience to be feared. Yeah, and you go. pray that's that it. and
2: I've heard you pray yeah. that a lot. Yeah. That's helped me too. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and then I if I know that I'm there to serve. Even though I'm elevated, I'm on a platform. Right. I really have a towel on and mm. I want to serve you all yeah. with information that would be helpful. Um I think it's also important to talk about that wall. Yeah. Because if you're preaching, you're going to hit a wall. Yeah. And, and and not a wet paper bag. Because somebody right. said he can't preach way out of a wet paper bag. Anybody can preach way out of a wet paper bag. Right, yeah. right, right, right. right. That don't take much. Bad breath will get you out of the way. <laughs> and I know some preachers who can get through that. Oh, oh my. man. Oh, my. Amen, amen, amen. Where's the mint ministry when you need it? But <laughs> a wall... Is when you are is when you are kind of in a haze, yeah, and you know you ain't making sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Mm-hmm. And you're just spinning, mm-hmm. and the people that are around you, and and so so here's here's the thing that I somebody told me just recently, mm-hmm. just recently I was at a Tuesday night experience we call it thirty for thirty, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm walking out, and somebody says, "Man, why do you do that to people?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He says, first of all, it's hard enough to just preach, but you sitting right in front of him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm there to I'm actually there to receive and learn, but I'm also watching. Right. So you so you you if you're speaking at a church that you're not the pastor of, usually the pastor is there. Oh yeah. And if he's not laughing at the jokes, if his head is down, if the first lady looks the other way, there's so many things that can make you literally be like a deer mm-hmm. in headlights. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. I'm saying what you gotta do in there, and it may take you two, three minutes. It may t- it may be ten twenty seconds, but it feels like oh my gosh, five a minutes lot longer. longer. Yeah, and you just turn it and you just spin it, and the party just want to say, you know what, y'all just, just let's go just in. Sing. St- <laughs> Come on, praise team. <laughs> but I say, if I just if I just commit, I'm gonna get through this. Yeah, it's a wall. I just hit a wall, y'all. Yeah. It's natural. It's just yeah. it's like a marathon. That's right. right. Marathon has hit a wall. They keep run through. It. You gotta preach through walls, and because it's not gonna always be easy. Because I think people what, what people end up doing is they either try to get real super spiritual in that moment mm-hmm. and try to do like a prophetic thing mm-hmm. or they start crying and they get emo- <laughs> and they acting like it's something they doing. Come on, somebody say amen. Yeah, yeah. But just just stand.
2: Yeah. Yep. Just
1: stand. Forget it's not about you and uh, it's more about the people. That's good. All right. right. Here's, here's a question. How did y'all know you were called to preach? Because people say, I'm called to preach. What does that mean? Because even our you know email question says, I was called. I feel like I'm called. What does that mean to y'all? How do you know wow. you're called? To
2: uh, how did I know? How did I know? Um, it kept coming out at every opportune moment.
1: Mm-hmm. I couldn't
2: get away from it. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't stop. I couldn't not do it. And mm-hmm. for me in particular, I tried to not do it. Mm-hmm. I, I actually tried to arrange my life in a way where it was like, well, God, I'm. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm you know, that should be, that should be good enough. Right. So I don't have to for you, do that. You were still in ministry. You were still doing in worship. I was Leading in ministry. Worship. I'm mm-hmm. serving, I'm serving God. But I knew, you know, I had preached, I'd been preaching before that mm-hmm. and I had put it aside with the idea that, okay, I can kind of hide behind what I'm doing in terms of worship, in terms of music. Yeah. And that was just for me personally. But I, it always came out. I would, I, I, I I would write stuff to set up a song, yeah. With yeah. like a quick boom, some, something you know, quick thought and a mm-hmm. point or something like a like a passage that connected to a song. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was, I would just find myself in my house, mm-hmm. like I would be walking around the house preaching. Yeah, I would be, wa- yeah. I would stand in front of a mirror. And preach stuff, and I still had stuff in my notebook, and I still Mm -hmm. I would read the Bible, and stuff would still jump off the page, Mm -hmm. and it just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah, I couldn't. That sounds like Jeremiah,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Can't put it down. Can't Can't put put it down. Right? Would you? Which? How'd you know?
0: My my journey is a little different, you know, and I probably still wouldn't say I was called to preach. Mm -hmm. I really believe I was called to serve, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. I just I got to a point in my life when. I felt like I had robbed God of so much time because I was living on my terms. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I I
1: <laughs> all I, those 15 years. Oh yeah. So I just felt I This man like started it, man. preaching at 15. Didn't yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I
0: started preaching at 15, but th- <laughs> that's not when I so during that time, I was doing it because someone was honing in on natural talents I had. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. when I was doing it then, I was doing it because I had gotten...
1: That's right. You came back later and really committed to ministry. So
0: after that, I went buck wild. College guess. days was crazy. But then I had come back and dedicated my life to ministry work. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. when I dedicated my life to ministry work, I would just take advantage of whatever opportunity that came my way because when right. I first came to church, I wasn't doing like... Uh, I, I started doing youth ministry and I was mm-hmm. on singles ministry and then... Even when I got hired at the church to be the children's pastor, mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for a job. I was just trying to share an idea. Right, right, right. Wow. You know, right, right. And it, it was like every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like I was called to serve. So I feel like that's mm-hmm. my calling. You know, you need to serve. And I'm willing to do. And y'all, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying this to be brag, but mm-hmm. I like to believe y'all, y'all, y'all would know that I would do anything. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, if, if it was setting up a mm-hmm. board. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I feel called to serve. Right. And so along the way, I, mm-hmm. Um, I think gifting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. became known, and I get I, I receive more opportunities to yeah. do it now, yeah. and I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. But y'all know my personality; I'm introverted, so. Yeah. Every time I hit that stage I'm out of my personality zone. I right. think
2: that's I, I love that you said that. I think that's mm-hmm. important because yeah, that the is same is for important. me. I I'm an introvert. Yeah. Right? But you would see two people who spend most of their time in front of people and working with people and talking to people yeah. and serving people but I'm still I'm an introvert. Like my natural bent is mm-hmm. to be a recluse and spend all my time alone yeah. in the yeah. quiet in the dark. Right? Yeah. So it doesn't that you know God can God can go beyond those, kinda, those personalities yeah. and natural bents. And I think there's a benefit to it because I, you probably have a solitude and an ability to be alone and spend time with God that, mm-hmm. that your natural bent being an introvert lends itself to. Yeah. And, and I think
1: one of the things that you guys said as an example, because I'm not an introvert, is the sacrifice that you have to make in order to serve. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you're listening, you're saying, well, I know I'm not called to preach because I don't like being in front of people. That's not, that's no, not an out for That's, not it. You. that's, <laughs> that's right. right, you better believe because, it. <laughs> because you don't serve, so, 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 you know, one of the passages that I'm looking at now is this scene where David is a- looking to bless somebody in Saul's house. Mm-hmm. He's trying to, he says, is anybody left in Saul's house mm-hmm. to bless? Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah, he's got a son named mm-hmm. Jonathan. Jonathan's got a son named Mephibosheth. Mm-hmm. But what got me was everybody that came into the king's presence said, uh, at your service. Right. Mm-hmm. When they came into the presence of the king, they said at your service. Nobody right. said uh, anything less than that. Right. And I'm saying if we submit our lives to the king... Service is not at our pleasure. That's right. It's at the king's pleasure. That's it. That's that's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So I amend my disposition and my discomfort with this assignment. Yeah. Right. And I serve at the king's pleasure. That's right. I don't have to have the personality for it or the talent or the background. Right. This is what the king is asked. That's right. Wow. And we're not talking about even a a ruler of the earth. We're talking about the ruler of the world. Right. Right. So I appreciate the fact that you all haven't allowed that to be an excuse to not serve on a platform where there are people all in the room and whatever anxiety you got to work through. In addition to the challenge of it being a very judgmental environment that you come out of your own comfort of rather being around a small group of people or being alone to be in this group.
0: I I, used to, I used to have panic attacks when I would, that's how, that's really how that Mm. whole walking off stage while prayer started. Yeah. Because what would happen is when I would finish preaching, people would naturally come to the stage and want to talk to me. And because I'm introverted. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to catch my breath, and I yeah, have mm-hmm. asthma, and that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So what I would started doing is I started praying as I was walking off the stage, mm-hmm. and then people would open their eyes, and I'd be gone. But <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. it would he did, started
1: that. It would it, yeah. it gave
0: me the it gave me the opportunity to. Catch my breath yeah, so that I can go back out and.
1: Yep. Because you are energized by solitude. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it gave you a plan to get back into. You're actually hooked back up to your life's, life. That's, life, right, like, that's your, right. Your machine. Yep. <laughs> so you can come back and let us drain you Both again. Yep. Whereas other people are energized by the people in the crowd that's right. and drained by being alone. So and, that's good.
2: And see, for me, it's actually different. Where I, my recharging is, like, I know I'm going to be serving all day on Sunday. I'm going to be around people, talking to people, hugging people, kissing babies, and the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? I know that I'm going to do that all day, and it's going to wipe me out. Mm-hmm. So when I get home on Sunday, I'm done.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
2: I try, I really try hard not to have any activities or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I I, my wife is gracious and mm-hmm. you know allowing me to go home and i kind of sit in quiet yeah you know i usually maybe i'll sleep but then wow. I, I sit in quiet and solitude mm-hmm. because that's what i need to recharge and because we don't have children in the house and all that mm-hmm. that that's something that i'm able to do because i know i gotta i'm, I'm gonna have to pour it all out on sunday morning yeah.
1: yeah yeah well listen this, this is this has been awesome it's been crazy i want a couple of things before we go What's going on with you guys? Anything coming up that you want our audience to hear about? Any classes, uh, events, things coming up? You want to let them know? Also, let them know how to find y'all on social media. How how can they follow or support y'all? Tell them what's coming up. What's coming up with y'all? So,
0: there will be uh, another marriage intensive this year. Yeah. I'm hoping in June. But for more information, just follow me on social media at J A Marshall Jr. That's at J A M A R S H A L L J R.
1: Jr. Yeah, yeah. At J A M. At J A Marshall Jr. J A
0: Marshall Jr. And on that's on Twitter, Instagram, but I'm on Instagram more than I'm Twitter. So okay, follow me there. That'd yeah, be great. He is.
2: The the, the D M V marriage efficient. Yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, you wanna get married? Holler the brother. Holla at <laughs> um, for me, um, two quick things. One is ironic that we're having this conversation about ministry and about the young man who's trying to find his way. Mm-hmm. I am working on a workshop, a training for ministry leaders that aren't senior leaders in their church. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what does it look like for someone who's younger in ministry or, or m- more inexperienced in ministry to find their way when they're not the primary communicator? Mm-hmm. Um, how, you know, talking about building teams, serving, capturing and serving vision for the house, for, mm-hmm. for the senior pastor and, f- and figuring out how to do those things so that you can begin growing in ministry, even if you're not the person preaching all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on a training for that. And I feel like, you know, we, we've got to, I've got to serve those leaders Mm -hmm. and helping them grow in that. So that's something that I'm working on. I'm trying to roll out this year. Um, The other thing is um, uh, the first Friday of every month is Sharon Bible Fellowship Church in Lanham, Maryland. Um, I teach a Bible study for young adults Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. It's called the Make Room Bible Study. Um, so that's the first Friday of every month at 7 p.m. Sharon Bible Fellowship. Good luck road in um, Atlanta, Maryland. But you can f- find all that information. Um, I'm on Instagram. On, I'm on Twitter at Jason R. Jones. So,
1: Jason R. Jones. Yep. All right. All right. What's happening in your Thank world, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a book. Yeah, yeah really, well, really? Yeah, well. I wrote a book. It's called Side Shakeology. Why Men and Women Cheat. Get that book. Um, and please, not only get the book, but if you read it, uh go to Amazon, do a review for me. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm working on the audio version of it. Hopefully, that'll be all soon. Let's go. And uh thank y'all. Any final words about preaching that y'all want to say? Sh- say to anybody listening before we leave, before we drop that beat on them. Anything about preaching that we didn't discuss that just comes to mind? Who are your favorite preachers? Don't 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 say anybody in this room, but ah. like when you think of preachers like man, I could listen to that dude so, or that lady all the time. So
2: give you I'll give you a couple of names. One is um Gotta get I,
1: one. one. Gotta get one because ah. the music's on. I I
2: mm-hmm. love Albert Tate. Albert big, Tate. Big fan of Albert Tate. I don't know Albert Tate, but we're going with Albert Tate. Where is he based? He's in California at uh Fellowship Monrovia Church in California. Nice. I Go think ahead. he spoke at uh He's, one community, right? He's spoken at one community. Um, he's great. Shout out
1: Albert Tate. Yeah, big Check fan. Check him out in Monrovia. Yeah, what you got? Jay Marshall, Tony Evans is of still course. my Anthony Evans. Pop. Anthony Evans, Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, Fellowship.
0: In it's still my guy,
1: the O'Clip. OG Triple OG. Yeah, pops, he can get it yeah. done. Tony yeah, Tony, you know I got I love go his with...
0: illustrations.
1: Oh, he can illustrate. Yeah, oh yeah. I love his illustrations. The King. He can illustrate. The King. Somebody, his illustrate, his illustrations are so powerful. Somebody in the gym told me that he was doing a football illustration and said there are three teams on the field. There's the offense, the defense, then there's the referees. He didn't say special teams. And he says the referees are not governed by their feelings. They're governed by a book. Mm -hmm. And he says when things get out of order, they bring the book. You know know he worked out. He bring the book, right? (laughs) So yeah. You know, I gotta go with Thomas Dexter Jakes. Oh yeah. Jakes. That's 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 my guy. I think he brings so much to preaching. His his just I don't know, just his He brings everything to preaching. Yeah. It's like theater. It's yeah, like he's like everything. So I love it. Yeah. Hey y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in today. If you enjoy this show, please do me a favor, head over to iTunes or SoundCloud SoundCloud, and like, subscribe, comment, all that. Love hearing back from you guys If you have any questions Like Mr. Baptiste today You can um, head over to SagacityCompany.com There's an ask a question button And you can ask your question there And I'll do my best To answer your pressing questions Until next time Thank you for supporting us hey. right here At the Keep Battle Podcast Woof. Ah, What you say Woof. Thanks guys Thank you man Peace